Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So today is November 4th, 2016. We are on class number eight. So, yeah. So what's been going on since we last spoke or questions? Um, actually, I did have a question, actually. Um, when I... But I'm, again, I'm not sure if this is really something you'll answer. You might tell me to go and ask. <laughs> it was about, again, about, I know, you know how we talk about ego and personality? Yep. Um, what I'm finding with the owl really, I felt the owl that you posted the other day that brought this to my attention was like, um, I have a lot of personality mm-hmm. and it was a more general sort of, perception animals have a lot of personality without the ego and I thought okay yeah that sounds really like right to me like yeah because you know what it's saying how they don't have ego and yet they do have so much personality mm-hmm. but aren't the two sort of a bit of a muchness kind of in a way so what was that last part but what well the two aren't they sort of one and the same. Okay, okay, I know what you're talking about. So, on a soul level, each one of us has a personality. It's not as, how do I put it? Maybe it's not as limited as our personalities here. Some people will define it more as a soul signature. We have a different energy, vibration about us, but we all do have a a personality on the other side, but on the other side, we don't have egos too. So our personality here on Earth does originate to a degree from our personality at soul level. Um, but yeah, we get an ego as, to, as well when we come down here to Earth. At least most of us do. I believe there, were, there are people, you know, Jesus, other you know, people like him, who have out-evolved entertaining the ego <laughs> and therefore operating from it. Uh, A lot of your wild animals, not even all, but a lot of them will appear to you seemingly egoless. And I believe they are. They don't, they're not living in a realm perhaps where they're talking to many people or where they were in a domestic setting where they picked that up or observed it. Um, So yeah, personality and ego are different. Yeah, no, that's great. So it's so, that makes, I can connect with that soul signature. So it's, it is the unique part of that uh, being in in that personality sense, and it's not necessarily an outward thing, although it's expressed outwardly. Right. Um, yeah. So that's great. Yeah, that's great because that owl has really strong <laughs> that I found anyway, some strong characteristics. But I'm got, but I'm thinking these are kind of characteristics of the ego, but yet it doesn't feel like ego. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's right. Okay, good, good. Anything else on your mind? Um, no, nothing else. No, I'm just going through. Um, 
you know, my process of shedding, <laughs> being myself, okay. showing myself. Yeah, just just going through the 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 motions, I guess. And all right. Yeah. Yeah, it's all it's all good. It's all really good. I mean, I I want to do this so much. You know, I wake up in the morning and I'm so happy to know that I've got a, a coaching session today and thought to myself, gosh, imagine when I wake up and I've got five bookings, you know, or something like that, you know, five <laughs> sessions, five animals to talk to. Or, and I really, really want to, that's what I want to do. And then, ha- But also I want to have the confidence to know that um, when I talk to them, I, I appreciate there's never any guaranteed outcomes in this, but that I can always do, you know, do my best. I, guess I can always do that, but that I can actually make a difference. Yeah, in some way. Yeah. Excellent. So it's just that it's so exciting, but yet I feel this frustration because I'm still breaking free of my own limit, my own jail sentence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that holds me back. Only now. It's not. Yeah. The neat thing I've discovered, Jenny, is when we can sense our own boundaries, that means we are super close to stepping beyond them. Because if they were so far out of reach, you wouldn't even be sensing them. Wouldn't even know they were there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I have, I have literally felt. I was saying this to Andrew. Didn't know what it was to be honest in the beginning, and then I started to. Uh, think our conversation last week helped, but I said to him, "What's going on?" But I feel like I'm. I feel like I need to bust free from this. Like as if, as if I was busting free. I go like, "Oh, I've just got this frustration and this." Like I'm pushing out, like as if my, um, I've got like this trap around my body and I'm trying to break, push out of it. And um, that's just how I feel. And my frustration level is quite high. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, it's all coming, it's all better. Like each day, it, it's fine now. But there was a bit of time there was really, um, yeah. And then, okay, now I think I have a better understanding of what's happening. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep, and just well, you've got no choice. You got to allow it, but it's easier when you're willingly willing to allow it than when you fight yourself on it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm, I am willing because I can see what's at the other end. You okay. know, and um, like I said, sort of maybe waking up in the morning and knowing I've got five sessions and I'm work the work I'm doing like that's my day and um, oh, you know, whether it's two, three, four, whatever it is, you know, not, that's irrelevant. But just knowing that that's what I'm doing and. Um, yeah, so getting there. <laughs> getting there. Yes, you yeah, are. Exciting. exciting. Awesome. So I'm just having trouble hearing you, and I don't think it's a problem that you're in it, because I've had to take off my headset. Um, do you have a volume um, on your computer? I do, and I've turned it it's up to the max. Okay. Um, I mean, I can put my computer closer to me if that's any better. Is that better at all? I just want to try it once more because I don't know why. It's a brand new headset. Um, I'll just do it quickly. Okay. And I'll ask you, can you hear me? I hear you right now. Okay, then that, that's working again. I must have pressed a button on the headset. That's better. I can hear you perfectly now. Okay. Okay, excellent. All right. All right. Well, I've lined up animals for you. Um, let's see. We've got one from the same from last week as an option as well as three new ones. So let's see, we've got body, 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 and behavior. 
So your okay. choice. Well, my I had a look through that email and I really wanted to work with the two dogs. Okay. And yeah, I don't I don't and, know what that uh, is. Do you hear that sound? The buzzing Hi, this is Jenny. Please leave the message. Oh, it's I'll your phone. You. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are you there, Jenny? It says that you are on hold. That's the Skype message below your name. If you can hear me, maybe you can unhold yourself. <laughs> I'll wait for you. All right, can you hear me now? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so which dog did you want to work with? Both of them. Um, okay. But if we start with the little one, the little white one, uh, they're both little. Yep. The one I believe is older and has some health issues. Yes. Okay, <coughs> excellent. So we'll work with the divine again. So Nikki is her name. She's 14 years old. She's female. She lives with uh, her female person, just a single person. And the owner wrote, Nikki has been sick with what appears to be gastrointestinal issues. She regularly refuses to eat and is picky with what she eats. What's going on and how can I help? Was her major questions. So, if you were doing this on your own, what's a question you might ask of the universe to start with? So, I might start with just a very broad question of asking Nikki how she's feeling. Okay, so make sure you go to the universe, yep. Is that a good question? Is that something you would do? Or how, yeah. how did you start? Um, <laughs> I, I, in this case, I talked with this dog today just a couple hours ago, so I, she tuned right into the gastrointestinal purpose of the session, and she started gushing with information right away. But that's a fine, fine place to start. How are you feeling physically? Just make sure you go to the universe for this so we don't confuse her. Um, so, well, Nikki is uh, having, uh, but I mean, I feel like what I'm saying is obvious because it's what we've already, they've already said it, but she's, seems to be having a lot of trouble with her, um, she's not feeling good at all and having a lot of trouble um, and even pain um, when she eats or after she eats and in digesting her food and she gets strong bouts of nausea, oh. but okay. that's not, but more so she's feeling um, pressure around her intestines. Yes. Um, and uh, that's quite painful, very, very, really quite painful and extremely uncomfortable for her. She's also having very uh, uncomfortable bowel movements, um, which is causing her a lot of discomfort and stress. Um, so she's quite stressed out in her, in her body 
and um, really not enjoying any food at all. She's feeling like food is causing her causing her trouble, and um, therefore she's struggling to um, eat, let alone enjoy her food very much at all. She's trying. She wants to, but she's feeling terribly, um, particularly getting a problem with her bowel movements, diarrhea and stuff like that. Okay. So, yep, good. So, the owner confirmed almost everything you're saying. So, take a look at the small and the large intestine. Focus on the large intestine in this case. Tell me about the chi, which is the life force energy flow in that location. Well, this is where I'm feeling the pressure. And so there's a dark, it's very dark energy and it's almost like solid, almost like very heavy. And it's like there's something squeezing it or pressurizing it, squashing, press, putting pressure down on her uh, large intestine and it's blocked. Mm. Okay. The energy is blocked. The energy is blocked. Good. There's something there. There's not like an obstruction there, but I feel like the energy is really blocked. So there's no... Kind of like no movement. Your recording has reached its maximum length. Oh, good. So she gets sent. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. She gets stuck as well. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. So, good about the life force energy. Life force energy, Jenny, in particular organs or body regions, offers you as an ACer a lot of information. So, now take a look at the temperature. Now, I'm not talking core temperature of the dog's body in totality. I'm talking the temperature of the large intestine. It can be any, your choices are basically cool, cold, which are one category, neutral, which is kind of normal, or running hot, too warm. For her, it's running hot. The large intestine or the small intestine? Um, well, I was looking at the large intestine, <laughs> okay. maybe, maybe I got that wrong. I'm still not sure which one's which. Is the, which is the one running? Can you tell me again? How yeah, I'm... yeah. So um, the small intestine comes directly out of the back of the stomach, okay? And that coils, coils, coils until it eventually merges or moves into the large intestine. The large intestine is attached to the anus. So think of okay. small is in front, closer okay. to the head. Large is towards the back. So the small one's the hot one? Yes, yes. And the large one's, well, um, well, I don't, I mean, I'm going to, because of what you've said now, I'm a bit sort of, because I'm... Take a, take a look at the last six inches of the large intestine next to the anus. Are you still getting hot? No, maybe that one's more neutral. Um, I'm not quite feeling it cold. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So sometimes when we look at the intestines, when we say, oh, let me look at your intestines, we group the small and the large together and we get an overall read. Okay. The hotness of the small intestine is very, very hot and kind of overshadowing the coolness of the large intestine, especially the closer you get to the anal area. Okay. So yeah, large intestine is cool. It's got low chi. Um, it's 
Can you, can you feel the peristalsis movement? Peristalsis, remember from science class, is the, the squeezing effect that the intestines or the esophagus, intestines in this case, do to food moving through it. Peristalsis happens on its own. It's something involuntary. The body takes care of. The body also sets the speed and the pace. Peristalsis can happen at a rapid, you know, abnormal rapid pace or an ab abnormal slow sluggish pace as well as being normal and neutral. See what the peristalsis read is now for the large intestine. Poor little bugger. Um, it feels like it's, for me, from what I'm feeling, it's like it's overly rapid. Okay. Okay. All right. So, yeah, um, I get the opposite in this case, but there's definitely something off. Okay, we can both be in agreement there. So one of the things that you said that was really good and is key here is the food. The um, owner did want to know about how the dog felt about the food and how she was able to digest it in her body. So take a look at that. I, I feel like her stomach is overly acidic and there's a uh, very little um, absorption and digestion um, being able to occur here and again once it gets into her stomach and intestine she's feeling pain is she is she feeling pain I got I got crampy yeah crampy crampy mm. um, there's and, yeah, I mean, clearly a very... I get an imbalance in her um, um, stomach acid as well. Um, and so food, it, it's like food needs to... For her... Well, she's, well she's, not, she's not... Her body's not taking to it at all. Um, very well, but I'm not sure what's the question. How, how does she do with her food, and how digestible is it? Well, she's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Yes. Good. So but I I'm, said. I'm doing all of it. All of it. Stomach, large, small intestine, the whole lot. Okay. Yeah, the stomach will go through periods of time where it gets hot and over acidic. So yes, you're right. Um, the kibble that she's on, I said Terrible. to the owner. Uh, yeah, Terrible. yeah. I fe I felt that too. I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I I did. I felt the dry food is is killing is like really bad. The, mm -hmm. the dryness of it is yep. really difficult. Yes. And and I, I was about to go to to perhaps a bland soft food. Yep. I had suggested canned food, you know, moisture, moisture, mm. <laughs> and talk to your vet, but moisture can get her off the kibble. So, mm. now, just out of, uh, well, expansion, take a look through the universe's eyes. So, what was the owner's reaction to hearing about the kibble food? Um, I'm feeling a sense of quite surprise because she believed otherwise and has been told that that's the best diet and that that's what's going to give the dog. Um, so she was quite 
and surprised and really believe, felt believed she was doing the best, mm-hmm. what was right. Okay. Um, so there was some conflict there for her to, yeah, in hearing that information. Mm-hmm. Is that right? It is. There was a lot of conflict. She was very resistant to the information um, because she felt, you're right, that the, the food was really doing well by the dog, but not in the digestive area. She liked the effect that she was seeing in the dog's motor skills because apparently whatever dry kibble she's got her on, it has uh, the equivalent of, um, what is that product? Shark, it's got shark cartilage in it which allows the dog's motor, or I should say joints, to work better. It's like the equivalent of chondroitin, um, you know. So the owner was actually very resistant. She's like, well, I need to keep her on it because her joints are well, you know, working right. And what I said to her, I said, well, the dog's perspective, when I asked her about that, that comment, is she believes she can have it all, a food that works well for her GI system and that works well for her um, joints. Not a, well, we've got to do it because this benefits you. Because it's such a detriment. The owner was very resistant. Yeah, (laughs) that was interesting. Okay. All right, good. So let's see, let's... um, So her next question. She said she did, a couple weeks ago, go off food for about four to five days. She stopped eating the kibble that I was feeding her. It happened to be the same food. And then I just let her eat whatever she wanted, you know, chicken, whatever, because it got to be too many days without food. Why did she stop eating? Well, the kibble is causing her pain. The the food was caused, the, the hard food is causing her pain in her digestion. Okay. Yeah, it's causing her problems. And it, yes, she does have pain now and then. So yeah, def- definitely, it's issues. Um, take a look at the digestive enzymes that are produced by her body. Dog bodies, human bodies, cat bodies, we produce digestive enzymes that help, that basically are secreted into the stomach and the small intestine where adequate amounts are necessary in order for the small intestine to absorb nutrients. All nutrient absorption of dogs and dog food occurs in the small intestine. None of it occurs in the stomach, okay? Stomach is like a churning mechanism that basically breaks food down, adds chemicals here and there and all that, but the absorption happens in the small intestine. So take a look at the digestive enzymes as a whole that her body's producing. Does she have enough of them, not enough of them, or something else? I'm feeling a lack, a deficit, so not enough, which is also another reason why it's difficult to digest the food. Mm -hmm. Good. Now, also in the small intestine, the body naturally produces probiotics. Probiotics are bacteria, good gut bacteria, so you probably know a lot about them. For the most part, what, what is commonly known and is my experience too, When animals are on commercial processed food for a long period of time, that often, over time, decreases the amount of natural probiotics that the the body can keep number, you know, keep keep on board, keep numbers up. The older they get, the more immune compromised they get, or, you know, if they're going through an illness 
any one of those three factors often, more often than not, decreases the probiotic gut flora. So go ahead and take a look at the number of probiotics in her body, the good gut bacteria. Let's assume 100% would be the normal amount her body would produce. So give me some number of what's really there compared to 100%. We're right in the same ballpark. Excellent. Good. So she's lacking both of these. What might you say to the owner? Well, I would suggest that the wet food um, have the additives that uh, she could manually add them um, um, to exactly what the dog needs, which is the, the shark thing for the joints and then some good probiotics and digestive enzymes and help her to rebuild um, her digestion mm -hmm. while also giving her a food that's easy on her digestion and that's still got the nutrients to help her joints. I would suggest she make her own food. Okay. Not I'm not talking about cooking, I'm talking about getting some wet meat and then adding these these digestive, well, with some slippery elm, probiotic, and um, I'm not sure exactly what it is that's helping the joints, but I'm sure it can, it can be added. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay, good, good, good. So do know that when dogs have been on commercial food for a long time, if you put them immediately on raw, it'll shock the body, often cause vomiting and diarrhea, and that can become a serious healing crisis condition because um, you're, you're having their body detox too quickly. So, um, you know, just kind of keep that in the back of your mind. You never want to give client information where they're like, oh, well, the ACR said, and then it, you know, puts their dog in the hospital, <laughs> okay? Um, but what you could say is, yeah, you know, uh, you know, what you could try is adding the shark cartilage as a powder, Talk to a holistic vet, you know, um, adding the probiotics, the digestive enzyme, and yeah, maybe consider making her food. Now, if I was to say that to this owner, I, I would tell her, advise her to really have the advice of a veterinarian because a lot of people out there who make their own pet food do not make it balanced. It's not balanced. Um, so they, they really need some guidance on that. But, you know, if she has a vet and all that, considering cooking it, in order to help the probiotics and digestive enzyme do their job for a time. You know, um, right now I've got one of my cats through uh, the advice of a, my, my animal medical intuitive mentor who works with veterinarians only these days and the animal clients they bring. She's like, if you put that dog, actually a dog, not a cat, if you put that dog on um, raw food right now, it's gonna ruin his nervous system. Take a look at where his nervous system is now and look at if you put him on real food. She says, but if you put him on a cleaner diet than what than the high quality candy is already on, take a look at where he'll be three months from now, six months from now, 
okay? At six months from now, he may be ready to transition onto raw if that's what you wanna do. So yeah, I in this case, I, I recommended good quality canned food, a holistic vet to guide her because it sounded like when I felt into this owner, um, well, you tell me, feel into the owner through the universe and ask the universe, how much understanding does she have about pet nutrition? No, well, and not much. She's only what the vet's telling her. Yeah. Or this one particular vet, so. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she's she's just doesn't, you know, lack of knowledge in that area. Okay, very good. So probiotics and digestive enzymes are good for us ACers to keep in mind because when we have digestive systems, take a look at both. Okay? Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, let's go ahead and thank the universe regarding Nikki. And let's move to that second dog because the second dog, the Boston Terrier, is actually um, in the same family That's as little Nikki. Yeah. Yep. So regarding Danny, so ask the universe... Why is Danny too rough with Nikki? Uh -huh. um, mm. um. Well, <laughs> I think Nikki. Well, um. Danny's just very young and very excited and wants to play. Uh, Danny's also a little bit frustrated because uh, Nikki's getting so much attention. <laughs> and um, Danny wants Nikki's attention. Danny also wants her owner's attention. Aha, uh -huh. yes. Um, yep. Danny just wants a lot of attention. Yes. And sometimes, <laughs> sometimes this little roughness that comes out in the play is a bit of a cry for that or a bit of a yeah cry for that attention yes good so what can help this was the owner's next question what can i the owner do to help danny be less rough Danny, don't I? Yeah. No, to the or universe. Universe. Just make the sure universe. you go into the universe, yeah. Yeah, the universe. But just showing me like just to give Danny a little bit more acknowledgement and playtime. Mm -hmm. Um just give Danny some even Danny time, um, special Danny time. Because Nikki gets a lot of special Nikki time. Uh, maybe. And I know there seems to be a bit of this sister rivalry a bit tight a tad. They love each other, but she loves her sister, but there's a bit of this uh, annoyance. Um, so some, some, just play ball. Uh -huh. <laughs> play, play ball. She just wants to play ball. <laughs> More ball fun. That's it. <laughs> Yes, you're on the right track. Yeah, Danny just wants to wants attention, needs attention, needs a lot more attention from the owner. Okay, good. So take a look at if Danny's exercise needs are getting met. Um, 
Well, she's pretty. They're pretty clear that she wants to run more and play more, um, and be outside and get out more. So, um, not not enough. Not for Danny. Okay. Good. And take a look at if the energy buildup that Danny has from lack of regular exercise does that carry over into roughness with Nikki or not? I guess, yeah, the, the frustration, it frustrates her, hmm. comes out. Yes, it does, because she just has an overabundance of energy that she wants to get out. Mm. Yes, that right there is key. She has an overabundance of energy she wants to get out. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. So that's where you'd want to stop and say to the owner, you know, we have to do something with this overabundance of energy. You can either let the dog do something with it, or you can help her be more successful at channeling it appropriately. I would play ball, just like you said, Jenny. I would get on the floor. This dog was big on, I want my mom to get on the floor and play rough with me. Oh. I want my mo- dog to, my mo- mom to take me for walks. And I said, she doesn't feel like she's educated in walks, and yet she wants to go for walks. Take a look, Jenny. If the owner walked Danny, let's say, for 25 minutes every day, how would that impact this dog's daily energy level? That would just be meet so many of her needs. She would be a much happier dog and a lot of her energy, well, she'd get so much stimulation that that would really help to settle her energy because she'd be getting the stimulation of being out and about, the smells, the other dogs, the exercise. So it would bring a lot more balance there, yeah, balance back for her. Mm-hmm. Um, going on lead, just and that time with her owner as Excellent. well. So um, yeah, it'd be perfect. <laughs> good, good. And I know we're doing it through the universe, but if if you had this dog actually connected with you, what is something that you might say to her regarding her need to be more gentle with Nikki? Um, I might say to her that um, try to let her know the importance of caring and loving her sister who's elderly now and a little unwell and um, and I would ask her to, to move that energy somewhere else so that she could maintain healthy connection, healthy relationship in the family with owner and Nikki um, at this time. Excellent. Good job. Good. So the owner then said, I need her to stop eating poop. Can she just stop? She eats dog poop, her own poop, everybody else's poop, rabbit poop, it doesn't matter. She finds it in the yard, she eats it. Will you tell her to stop? What would you say? To the owner or to Danny? Yeah, you'd have to include the owner on this one too. <laughs> what would you say to the owner first? Um, oh, um, I mean, 
I just want her to stop. Can you just tell her to stop? We we'll have to find, do we not have to ask her why first? Why she does that? I mean, isn't that just a dog thing? What dogs do? Ah, uh, different reasons. So we'll have to get it from the dog. But here's the thing. Here's the key. When people have expectations of you, the ACR, can't you just tell them to stop? He's listening to you, right? You ought to be able to tell them to stop. What do you need to say to the client? Oh, I can't always. I can't guarantee the dog's behavior. Like I can't. I can ask why and see if we can address the the reason um, that may help in changing her behavior um, but to ask her to stop she may or may not listen I mean okay. she may literally listen but she may or may not um, do it is that is that what you mean yeah what that's great say? That's great. Yeah, I, I would word it very similar to that. Um, basically, what I told her was, well, let's take a look at the reason why she's doing it so that we can get her side of the coin. Um, and let's see if she's, you know, willing, interested to stop because sometimes animals are, sometimes they're not. Let's oh, kind of see where oh, she stands. Yeah. Good. Different ways of wording it, but you need to point out to the owner, hey, <laughs> free yeah. will here, free will, <laughs> right? Free will. Okay. So... Take a look at, ask the universe, why does this dog eat poo? Um, um, she gets, she likes it, but she also gets like attention. It's something, it's her way, it's like she knows it's a little bit naughty and she feels a little bit excited by that. <laughs> okay, good. Yep, she likes the attention she gets from it. That's correct. Um, the owner then asked, am I feeding her enough? Is she hungry? Um, uh, no, I don't feel it's a hungry thing, no. Okay, okay. I had felt it was hunger that this dog started out with the, oh, I'm hungry, there's something to eat. And then from there it just came became kind of a, a habit and now that the owner makes a big deal about it it's like oh let me run out there and get it before the owner does it's a game now <laughs> yeah yeah it's a fun thing for her um okay so i didn't get the hungry bit um but okay now it says here she also puts other things um in her mouth in the yard she she needs to stop eating poo and other things in the yard Take a look at Jenny, this dog's interest in putting things in her mouth. Mm -hmm. And what do you observe? She loves it, um, but it's all a play for her, it's a game. Uh huh. Good. So, what might you recommend to the owner since she, this dog has a need to uh, interest in putting things in her mouth? Well, plenty of toys, plenty of. Um, there are bones if, if that's not suitable sometimes it isn't when there's other dogs um, something that she can have in her mouth for a long time there's toys and games that keep them occupied with their mouths for quite a while bones, I mean bones are ideal for that um. mm -hmm. good good um, this particular dog um, see if you can sense this is really touchy-feely in her mouth 
She loves it. She thrives. She's like a kid. If she was a human, she'd be one of those humans who'd always be chewing gum or have a popsicle in her mouth or a lollipop or something, always doing something with the mouth. And when you get a dog like that, yeah, you do want to recommend just what you said, bones, bully sticks, raw hides, you know, whatever you feel is safe and appropriate for your dog to have. Um, let her have something appropriate in her mouth. Okay. Now, take a look at, let's imagine that the dog has been two weeks on something given to her every day that's appropriate for her to chew on, that's appropriate to chew and eat, so not just toys, but something she can actually succeed in ingesting. And where is this dog's desire to eat poo and things in the yard now? Has it changed? Has it not changed? Very much it's changed because she's just occupied and satisfied. Okay. Mm. <laughs> okay. Good. Um, so you want to recommend these things to the owner. As, you, as you're listening, if something comes to mind, here, owner, you might want to consider this. Try this. Good. Okay. Now, Jenny, just so you know, FYI, there are times when dogs will actually eat poo or foreign objects on purpose because they are, A, trying to soothe something that's going on in their stomach. You know, a lot of acid, sometimes they'll eat it to try to soothe it, soothe their stomach, make their stomach feel better. Um, other times they'll eat poo, specifically poo, is because of the bacteria that's associated with it. They're trying to get probiotics um, or digestive enzymes from that poo as a way of helping their body digest what it's not already digesting well. Okay. Um, other reasons. Uh, sometimes they will do it just for a game. I knew a dog that always had rocks in his mouth. It was ruining his teeth, but he always did it because it was all about the game. And so I encourage the people to make a big deal about some stuffed animal toy, you know, and encourage him as best they could to carry that around in his mouth or to trade out the rock for that stuffed animal toy whenever possible. Okay. Um, but yeah, sometimes they're just lacking something in their diet and they're doing something called pica. P-I-C-A is a medical term in the animal world for animals eating unusual objects or things that really isn't food in an effort to try to get missing minerals or missing vitamins or something along those lines. In this case, the dog's just doing it because she's hungry at times. It's fun. It gets the owner riled up. She wants the owner's attention anyway. <laughs> um, and, well, take a look. Does this dog want to change this behavior like the owner does? This dog is... is um... This dog, for me, feels quite accommodating, like he's, he's not resistant to change her behaviour. She just wants some of her needs, personal needs met, get better. Okay, okay. I sense the dog could care less what the owner thought. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, any questions on either of those two? Um, no. Okay. No, no. All right. So who do you want to work with next? Uh, um, cat or horse. Um, where, where's my email? 
So this is a feral cat, male, uh, age unknown, but he's a, probably a middle-aged five, six, seven-year-old cat at this point. He is living, so we'll have to go to the universe. He has um, also, similar to a couple weeks ago, also been cared for by a person who comes and feeds him, and she observed a wound on his leg. So not the same cat as last time, um, different scenario, different cat, but we want to take a look. Now, she observed when she came to me that he had recovered from this, but she still wanted to know what happened, what caused that wound, and it was a back leg for him. So go to the universe and ask, what caused the wound? Sorry, what's the cat's name? Uh, she, she calls him Charles, but he doesn't really oh. identify with it. Oh, of course, yeah, because he's a... Okay, so it's the intention to connect with this cat. Well, go to the universe, remember. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I connect to the universe, Jenny, I don't even... I just go, okay, universe, this cat, uh, what's going on? Okay, uh -huh. tell me about... Yeah, so, yeah, okay. Okay, universe, this cat, what's going on? Um, so, this cat... This injured, um, not, uh, you know, uh, just got his foot, like, a, they, they tell me he got his foot stuck or caught on something, um, and in a struggle to pull it out, he kind of strained and hurt it. That's it. I didn't get a fight or anything like that. Okay. I'm going to have you drop even deeper than you just uh -huh. were. And go back to the universe, blank slate, and recheck, relook. And it's, it's not just the foot, it's the limb. It's the limb. Oh, you see, so now I'm going, okay, well, it was a cat fight then. <laughs> Okay, is that coming, tell me, is that coming from you or the universe? I don't know. That's okay. the thing. Sometimes I just don't know. Okay, um, let me guide you here. Let me see if this helps at all. All right, you and me, take a deep breath. Drop down. And I want you to bring your awareness to the back left leg. I think it was the left versus right. So the back left leg, I want you to notice that the discomfort and pain in this being is mostly from the hock on up towards the hip. The ankle is pretty much intact and normal. However, there is pain radiating down the inner left thigh of this limb. Now see if you can do a close-up of the wound itself and describe the wound to me. How would it have looked when it was fresh? Yeah, I mean, it almost looked like a gash. Like yeah. her... Now I'm sensing like a very high impact. Yes, stay with that. Um, and a very high impact, like a beat, like a, as if you were beaten um, with something. Um, 
and it was like a wound, like a a gash that broke through the skin and the everything, quite open. Mm-hmm. And so, soft. when you say open, was the skin, the muscle, and the bone affected, or if not all, which ones? Um, no, this one went pretty deep, so this hit pretty hard. Wow. Did you get hit by a car? Nope, but you were, you're definitely on the right track about uh, some impact, okay? Uh, a hit. Take a look at the size of the wound relative to his body. It's not tiny. It's kind of quite big. Um... Someone, maybe it was someone that beat him to go away or something horrible. I don't know. So this is where I find out. I'm just guessing. Um, this is what I don't like is when I go into this guessing because I don't know what I'm doing. I get frustrated. <laughs> okay. Okay. So do, do, you, do you want me to push you? Yes. So, okay, so I've just got to be clear and confident. It's it's a big wound, and it was a high impact, and they're showing me that he was hit with something, an object that was quite hard. Yes, yes, yes. So... Let, let, me, let me teach you another technique, okay. So that last bit of information, um, it was quite hard, okay, an impact that was quite hard. If you take a deep breath and relax into that information, think of it like a layer. Underneath that layer is going to be another layer of information. What is underneath that impact? It was really hard. Something was thrown at him. I don't know. Okay. I keep trying to, I keep trying Something to was thrown at him. Okay. Did that come from you or did you glean a piece of that from intuition? No, I felt I did. I felt... I just keep getting this issue of getting it right, getting it wrong, and i just not really in that clear zone. But um, I felt I saw... I felt... Because I felt he got... Like, he's showing... He's showing... It's like... He came out of nowhere for him. He got a big fright. Yes. And then he ran. Yes. And something was thrown at him. Yes. And then he got a big fright and he ran. And he was, and it was terribly hard, wounded and hard. Yes, yes, yes. Good, good, good. When I tell you what it is, you, this is all going to make sense. I, I want to see if I can help stretch you still. Don't worry about getting it right. Don't even worry about what it is. As long as we're still gleaning accurate descriptive information about it, you're still receiving intuitive information, the raw organic stuff, and that's what we're after. All right, so take a deep breath down and see if you can sense the answer to this question. 
is whatever it was that went into his skin, was it of natural origin, natural origin, um, a rock, a tree branch, a piece of grass, a grass awning, a sticker, uh, you know, versus man-made object. No, it wasn't a natural origin, it was a man-made object. Yes. Yes. See? And I think it was men caused as well. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, very good, very nice. Take a look at if any humans were around him. Uh, and I mean around, I mean within a distance of, let's say, five feet or less of him when the impact happened. Take a step back so you're not too close. You need to step back in order to see this. I can see, like, a few young boys, young kids. Give me proximity to the cat to them. Not that far away. 20, 30 meters. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so that's farther than five feet. Good, certainly. A foot is, you know, 12 inches and a foot. Okay. So do you want me to tell you or do you want to keep exploring? Well, I just want to, I guess, I feel like I've said enough. I feel like there's a group of young boys and they've thrown something from a distance at him. I don't know exactly what the object was, though. Like, it was sort of a metal, a strong metal object. Mm -hmm. And um, that's it. And it got him by fright and he ran. Yes. So he was shot. Oh, he was shot. With a gun. Oh. Okay. I mean, it wouldn't have been boys. It would have been a grown man. Well, not necessarily. As far as the cat's concerned, he told me the same thing. I don't know where it came from. came out of the blue. I was minding my own business. He does oh. understand it came from a human, but it wasn't from a human he saw or knew or, you know. It was out of the blue for him. Very frightening. Very painful. And he did take off and run after. Okay. Oh. And um, the cat feeder said after I told this, she's like, that's what I thought it was, she says. And I've I've heard from the neighbors that... Where, the, where my colony of cats that I feed do tread on, they do tread on the property of new people that moved in who are not happy with the cats there, and they believe they've actually been shooting the cats. So she had some background knowledge as well to kind of confirm it. Um, it ended up being the cat didn't need to go to the vet or anything. It must have passed right through in one side out the other because it, he ended up oh. healing and being fine, pretty much fine, afterwards. Oh. Good. People will ask you that. They'll be like, you know, what happened? And sometimes the story of it all isn't always nice and neat. And sometimes oh. there are gaps. And it's okay to say, you know, I'm not seeing what the object is. Um, but here's his experience of it. Came out of the blue. You know, it oh. ripped through the skin, the tissue. It hit the bone. You know, whatever's true. Oh. I think that my problem is I keep trying to make sense of it and intuition doesn't make sense well, until 
you know, maybe it comes all together later. But I feel like, um, like I'm trying to figure out what the object is to create such a, a deep yet yet like a like a you know what I mean? And I it just anyway, that's really. Mm -hmm. so yeah there yeah I I hear you and I've been there too where you want to make sense of things but there are times where it doesn't just seem to all nice and neatly fall into place and know that you don't have to force it because when you force it you force yourself and you try to and then the information may not be accurate anymore that's what yeah that's what happens yeah 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 okay very good Oh, so um, thank the universe. And I know we've technically got like four minutes left, but do you have any questions before we close? Um, no, I don't. Um, no, there's always, always, I always leave feeling a bit like, whoa. <laughs> so it always just goes deeper. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.